This episode of Ham Talk Live is brought to you by Tower Electronics. For connectors, cables, and more, call 920-435-2973 or visit pl-259.com. And by ICOM. Heard it? Worked it? Logged it. Visit www.icomamerica.com slash amateur for more information about ICOM radios. It's Ham Radio. Good evening, everyone. It's time for Ham Talk Live. It's episode number 153. Ham Radio Dating Stories for Valentine's Day, recorded live on Thursday, February 14th, 2019. I'm your host, Neil Rapp, WB9VPG. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Ham Talk Live. Tonight, it's open lines. We're going to take your ham radio dating stories and we've got a bunch of them lined up here so uh we're gonna try to work them in we've got a lot of schedules to play with so i don't know what order we're going in but we're gonna figure this out uh but we've got several and um we're gonna we're gonna see uh what we get here um tonight and my my phone's kind of going crazy here too because we're trying to figure out the order of things so uh if you have a ham radio dating story give us a call here here's the way it's going to work tonight we actually have a call screener tonight we have this new phone system we've been talking about that we're still kind of working out the bugs but um Marty uh, in in one C is our call screener tonight. He's set up all this uh, phone stuff, and so um, he will take your calls and then he'll put you on hold, and then we'll, so we'll get a line going. So you can go ahead and call right now, and that number to call is eight one two six five zero nine five five six again it's our temporary number uh again tonight eight one two six five zero nine five five six give that number a call marty nn1c will answer and uh he will talk to you and get you in the list and uh let you know what's going on and then we'll uh we'll get get to as many of these calls as we can tonight so again the phone number to call 812-650-9556 and marty will get everybody in line uh last week here on the show craig thompson k9ct and joe fitter k7joe were here to talk about the north american collegiate championships if you missed that show you can listen anytime at hamtalklive.com or on your favorite podcast app or youtube or you can catch the rebroadcast on wtww 5085 a.m 
Saturday evenings, about 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Um, so get your dating stories ready to go. Again, if you're listening to us live on Thursday night, you can give us a call at 812-650-9556. Uh, you can call in, talk to Marty. He'll put you on hold and, and let you know uh, what's going on there. You can also tweet us. Uh, we've got a couple of them that uh, were sent in uh, by uh, email and, and tweet. So uh, I won't have time to check the email here, but we'll check the tweets at Ham Talk Live. So if you have one uh, you want to send in, you can do that. So I'll be back with some of our couples so that'll get the ball rolling and, and dating stories right after this word from Tower Electronics right here on Ham Talk Live. Is this getting serious? I think so. Well, how do you feel about it? Just imagine if you hadn't run out of PL259s. Just imagine if your connectors weren't from Tower Electronics. Consider the sophisticated quality of connectors from Tower Electronics. Their silver-plated end connectors are so good, they've even been used on the International Space Station. I'm not so sure why I ever used any other PL259s. Mine are better. Besides, you deserve the best. You know I love you. Don't be caught without PL259s. Visit Tower Electronics at a ham fest near you. Or visit them online anytime at pl-259.com. Or call 920-435-2973. They also have ham sticks, mobile antennas, and meters, too. See the whole catalog. Go to pl-259.com. Tower Electronics, the ham's dime store since 1978. You're listening to Ham Talk Live with Neil Rapp. Your QTH or mine? Thanks to Scott and Jill at Tower Electronics for sponsoring the show tonight to help bring you Ham Talk Live. They will be at Dalton, Georgia on February 23rd. And March 2nd, Cave City, Kentucky. March 16th, Toledo, Ohio. And March 30th, Sevierville, Tennessee. Or you can catch them anytime online at pl-259.com. Well, we've got uh, some calls lined up here tonight. And uh, our first caller tonight is Amanda, K1DDN. Good evening, Amanda. Good evening. You have me and Jeff here on the line. Say hello, Jeff. Hello. And, hello, uh, Jeff. So nice Danielle. to join you tonight. And Jeff was just mentioning when, whoops, sorry, somebody wanted to call me. Uh, apologies. <laughs> um, we were listening and Jeff said, that sounds like all-star that Neil's no, got, or asterisk, excuse me, that you have on your PBX. Is that true? Oh, I have no idea. You'll have to ask Marty. He did all that. <laughs> Oh, really? Okay. Well, it sounded very, very familiar to Jeff, so it sounds like our system a lot on our phone. Yeah, it, it probably <laughs> is. So, Well, yeah, tell us nice about tell us about you and Jeff, some, some ham radio dating stories. Well, let's see. Are they, are they nightmares or are they happy endings? Oh, no, either one. Either one. <laughs> Sometimes it's pretty hard to share a shack. Uh, you know, during a contest, if I want to be serious about it, or if Jeff wants to be, 
uh, it's hard to share the radio a little bit, but um, we tend to make it work and have fun. And it, also another thing is it's hard to find logging software that where you can have multiple call signs running at the same time and log. Um, I don't know what you use. Uh, what do you What do you use? I, you I use DX Keeper as my main log. I actually do the same thing Val does. I, I have this like convoluted system of. Uh, I put my satellite contacts in TQSL and then like move them over into DX Keeper and N1MM and then move it into DX Keeper and it, gotcha. it's kind of the same kind of system she does actually. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the, some of the other things I think Jeff could tell this story best about irritation of a YL making a contact before a guy? What do you think, Jeff? Did <laughs> well, you, you always get through first? Yes, that uh, might be the one. Yeah, it's, re- it's pretty rare when I when I win a pilot before Amanda, I'll tell you that. So it happens every now and then, but it's rare. Yeah. yeah I, I've uh, always heard that YL voice is an extra 3 dB at least. So. I, I think so. Yeah, I think I it works. I know, because I try to turn the app up an extra 3 dB, and it doesn't help. <laughs> he does. It's it's funny how he's like, hey, don't be pushing the amp. Don't push the amp, sweetheart. Just keep keep it down. Keep it down. And then all of a sudden, when he can't make a contact, he's in the back of it, adjusting the ALC and turning that sucker up. I mean, really? But I can't deny that. I guess you do what you have to do. Any one of one of our sweetest stories was kind of being invited on Ham Nation for the first time. Uh, which was on Valentine's Day in, back in 2010. I think that was pretty fun. And I'll tell you a funny story. We all know Bob Heil. Well, guess what? I didn't at the time. And um, he sent me an email, and I told Jeff, I said, Jeff, I don't know, this Bob Heil guy just sent me an email and asked me to be on a show with him. Um, who is he? And Jeff fell out of his chair. He couldn't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't believe it. I had to see the email. And he then did I not. I didn't believe it until she called him. But, yeah, it was amazing. But, other, you know, otherwise we usually, we typically get along. Um, there's, there's things that I know. Like, we just did this event last weekend, the Snow Queen. And uh, we bring out the QRV, the the. The quick res- what do we call it? Quick response van, and um, or vehicle, and it's our comm van basically. And so there's a lot of cuss words thrown when Jeff's setting it up and getting everything <laughs> connected. And I know to just stay out. I just give him a half an hour, let him set it up, and then I can start bugging him about: Are we ready? Are we ready to rock and roll? We've got to support this. Let's go. Um, but there's what we actually managed to work pretty good together don't you think Jeff I think so I mean, we do yeah it's a, it's just a lot of fun and I think that uh, we influence a lot of other people to, to get involved so it's, I would hope so yeah it's great in fact we're about to uh, go down to Walsh Colorado which is about four hours away and um, get a bunch of hands or soon-to-be hands licensed we're teaching a class over there Nobody's ever heard of Walsh, Colorado, because it's very, very small. <laughs> well, I got a couple, of, a couple of questions for you. But, but how did you and Jeff meet? How, how did that work? Uh, so we used to um, all be roommates, 
uh, back in the day, boy, when was that? Maybe um, 2001, 2002. There was three of us that were roommates together, and that's where we first met. And then um, I moved out and moved to a different town, and about uh, four years later, he ended up in my same town, and I needed IT help. <laughs> so, when I heard he was in town, he was the guy that I called. Um, and he came over to the print shop, and he got our network together and set up our server and our email server and all of that good stuff. And, you know, just your typical, we were just hanging out a lot. So one thing became to another. And he was a, he'd always been interested in getting his ham license. Uh, he got licensed in 2007. And another funny thing is him and uh, one of our good friends were studying together in our very, very tiny apartment. And um, so I couldn't help but always catch all of their study sessions. And Jeff was like, well, I'd like you to get licensed as well. And I said, like, I'm not really interested. That just, you guys are too geeky for me. And he said, yeah, you know, you probably wouldn't be able to pass it anyways. So that was it. That was it. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Well, my, now, my oh, other question, I and, and, and I didn't do this, and I'm not going to incriminate anybody because I, I know this story but what what would you have done if, if you and Jeff went out to a movie and, and Jeff brought his HT along? I think he has. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I'm pretty sure so, he so has. So that's okay. Um, as long as it's turned off. Oh, okay. As that's, long as it's turned off. Yeah. Yeah, he can bring it. As long as it's turned off. Uh, so that way, if you, you have, like, a weather emergency, you're, you're prepared, right? That's absolutely right. Or, you know, whatever kind of emergency. The electricity goes out, and we need to get out quickly. Uh, he's going to be on the radio listening to the traffic, so I guarantee it. I'm pretty, I'm pretty flexible on that, actually. She's actually worse than, she's actually worse than me. She's, a, a, she's an assistant to our local emergency manager, so he gave her this radio. And in our, we're, we're in one of those counties where all Oh, we, we've lost you there for a second, Jeff. Okay, I think we've uh, we've lost Jeff here, so we'll uh, we'll have to try it again. Jeff, you you there? Okay, I think we lost uh, lost the signal on Jeff here, so we will uh, move along here. But uh, Amanda uh, th and Jeff, thanks for calling in and uh, sharing those uh, stories with us. And uh, a note from Marty here is if you called in, uh, he, he lost some people along the way. So if you called in and you're not in line, uh, go ahead and give us a call at 812-650-9556. Sorry about uh, the bug in the system there, but um, if you uh, – if you didn't get picked up to, you know, just call back. Uh, we'll, we'll get you in line here, um, as soon as we can. And, um, let's see if we can get another call in here and it looks like, okay, we've got a call on Skype. So let's see what we've got here. Hello. Welcome to ham talk live. Oh, 
Hey, I just wanted to uh, call in. I saw your topic on Twitter earlier, and I wanted to pass along our, our story. Uh, my wife, before she was my wife, is, uh, I guess we, we were dating and talking on the phone a lot back in the early 90s when cell phones were by the minute. And uh, she saw I always had this radio around and thought maybe it would be a good idea for her to get her ham license. So uh, she, she studied, took her test, got a ham license, and then uh, uh, I was out of college before she was. And then we used ham radio to uh, spend a lot of hours talking with one another instead of uh, using cell phones. So yeah. it's kind of an interesting thing as a part of our relationship. So when, when we got married, the pastor made a comment that he knew that she was getting pretty serious when she started talking about radios. So she was the English major and I was the engineer. So it worked out real well. <laughs> oh, that's great. Who, who do we have here, by the way? Yeah, this, this is Tom, N4HZX. All right, Tom. Thanks for, for calling in. Appreciate it. And, uh, yeah, you know, there's just all kinds of stories out there, and, and that's what we're after tonight. So thanks for giving us a call. Yeah, she, she still uh, does, she still carries a radio with her, more for just emergency purposes. She doesn't uh, get the fun out of talking that she used to, but she's all current and uh, still enjoys it. And uh, I'm still very active in the hobby. But I uh, thought that was an interesting story and uh, got us off to a good start and, Ham radio played a, a very major role in that. I find a nice simplex frequency and and uh, unlimited talk time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I I, I would have uh, would really liked to have that uh, because uh, it was just uh, uh, you know unlimited, like you said, free <laughs> free talking. Whether you don't have to pay long distance, and I've done that long distance thing uh, quite a bit. So, yeah, that would have been great. Well, thanks for calling in. Appreciate it. Okay, good show. Thanks a lot. You take care. All right. You too. Bye. Okay, bye-bye. All right, 812-650-9556 is the phone number, and apparently the phone system crashed. So, um, sorry, uh, but if you would, uh, call back and... uh, get in on on the number here we're going to try to get this set up again 812-650-9556 is the number 812-650-9556 and uh i think we've got the phone system back up and running now but uh, we need people to call back so sorry about the uh, technical problems here tonight but uh, give us a call and uh we'll get that going on Okay, let's see. Oh, Troy, W9KVR says, True love is having a wife who understands that you need to operate at the school on Valentine's Day during school club roundup every year. And it also doesn't hurt that his father-in-law operates as well. And <laughs> yeah, I, I get that. The school club roundup's always the week of Valentine's Day, and so you always have to kind of juggle the system around a little bit to... Uh, to make that work out okay well i'll tell you what we're going to take a break here and we're going to get uh everybody lined back up here in the queue and um get things going here and we've got some more uh stories that uh were sent in earlier that we can go to as well so uh let's do that let's take a break and uh when we come back we'll uh, we'll get the phones all uh running again um so we'll be back after this word from icon america right here on ham talk live <laughs> 
Create your own band opening. ICOM's newest SDR transceiver, the IC9700, is coming soon. This new radio is bringing direct sampling to the UHF-VHF weak signal world. The IC9700 all-mode transceiver is loaded with innovative features such as dedicated amateur satellite operation, color touchscreen, D-Star capability built-in, RF direct sampling on the 2-meter and 70-centimeter bands, dual independent receivers capable of full duplex operation, as well as dual watch, and maximum output power of 100 watts on 2 meters, 75 watts on 70 centimeters, and 10 watts on 1.2 gigahertz. Visit www.icomamerica.com slash amateur for more information on ICOM radios. Is it getting hot in here, or is that just your amplifier? You're listening to Ham Talk Live with Neil Rapp. Thanks to ICOM America for bringing the show to you every Thursday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Time right here at HamTalkLive.com. And be sure to check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And I think we've got our uh, call system set back up again. So that phone number again, 812-650-9556 or tweet us at HamTalkLive. And if you're listening to us, on WTWW or the podcast edition, you won't be able to uh, reach us live since uh, the show was on Thursday. So uh, next on our list here, uh, we have Val in V9L and Jerry WB9Z. Uh, good evening, Val, and good evening, Jerry. Hello. Well, Val's got the phone right now. Hey, I wanted to let Amanda know we have that same trouble, too, with the logging software. I have to keep uh, my DX Lab Suite on two different computers, but anyway. Yeah, so everybody probably already heard the story of me and Jerry, you know, how I met him at W9DXCC. I just started DXing, and I uh, he gave a presentation. He had just come back from South Orkney, and uh, so I met him at the hospitality suite. I got to talk to him a little bit, but um, a couple months later, I was doing CQ Worldwide sideband and I was doing 10 meters only low power he was 10 meters only high power and I bumped into him on frequency and so then we started talking and texting and emailing uh, but it wasn't until probably February that he asked me if I would be his date at the uh, DX dinner at Dayton like three months later he asked me in February to be a date in May on Friday night so I accepted and the same day, another ham, who will remain nameless, asked me if I would be his date in Dayton three months later, Saturday night. <laughs> so the second guy, I was like, all right, who is this guy? So I knew him a little bit from Facebook, so I Googled him. And the first picture that pops up is him and Jerry sitting at a bar in a foreign country having a beer. They had been on a de-expedition together. And I'm like, okay, these two guys have a bet on me, don't they? And I was <laughs> sure they had a bet on me. 
But anyway, so I ended up dating Jerry St. Patty's Day. So we ended up going out earlier than that May, you know, dating thing. And then it started getting serious, so I had to cancel the second date, that Saturday night date. But anyway, I thought that was kind of funny that another ham had asked me out, and they both knew each other, but they swear it wasn't a bet. But uh, And then I have one other thing. Before I met Jerry, when I was still separated, I wasn't quite divorced yet, so I was checking out that Match.com thing, and being the cheap ham that I am, a.k.a. single mom, <laughs> I thought, well, you have to, you know, they kind of give you a brief, they give you a picture and a little bit about the guy, but if you want to, you know, email them or chat with them, you have to pay the fee. Well, I, I was looking at this one guy and um, it said ham, that he liked ham. I, I did a search for ham radio men. So I was living in Wisconsin at the time and I found this one guy in Michigan who will remain nameless. And um, it said he was into ham radio and it gave their, his first name and his town. So I went into QRZ. <laughs> Looked up a <laughs> search by address and name. So I looked up his first name and his town, and there was like a few of them. So I checked them all out, and there, lo and behold, he had a picture of himself on there, and it matched the picture and the thing. So I emailed him, and I was able to communicate with him, and we started calling each other. We never actually went on a date, but I was able to get around the paying the fee. And <laughs> I can't remember if it was Match.com or one of those services, but uh, <laughs> those are my ham radio dating stories. So I don't know if you want uh, if you want to get on and add anything to it, Jerry. Jerry's kind of chicken; he doesn't want to get on. <laughs> He's got horror stories from his ex-wife of when yeah. she like cut his beverages when she was mad at him. Oh no! <laughs> but that uh, <laughs> beverage receiver tennis. But uh, yeah, so but no, we're we're very happy, and thank God for Ham Radio. Or I never would have met him. So I'm very happy for Ham Radio. So. Uh, Love is in the air, it sounds like. Yeah. So uh, yeah. I'll let some more uh, uh, ham, ham stories come on, and I'll let you guys go. <laughs> but uh, I thought I'd share some of those. All right. Well, thanks, Val, and thanks, Jerry. Appreciate you calling oh, in. Wait, and, Jerry wants and sharing. to say oh, one more okay. thing. Okay. All right, Jerry. Okay. Hang on. You can get a word in edgewise, Jerry. Hey, it's impossible to do that. Hey, I just want to say. <laughs> hey, I just want to say hi to my uh, my our good friend, Doctor Scott Wright, down on Turks and Caicos right now. I bet he's listening some somehow or, or another. He's he's listening. Yeah, he actually uh, I talked to him earlier. He actually is in uh, Kentucky at the moment. So, oh, he is. Uh, no, yeah, he, he hasn't. He has a, he hasn't made it down to a Turks and Caicos yet because he's yeah, supposed to be on for the contest. We'll, we'll, we'll have to talk about that off the air. <laughs> okay, we'll, okay. We'll, we'll merge okay, with Okay, roger up, that. So. Roger that. Okay. So, yeah. Wow. But, yeah, he's, okay. I'm hey, sure this, he's You're listening. having a great show tonight. You're having oh, a great thanks, show tonight. Jerry. So continue on, Neil. Always good to say hello to you. Okay. Thanks, Jerry. Appreciate 73s. it. 73s. 73. Okay, well, we've got uh, several calls here, and I believe we've got uh, Liz coming up next here, if I remember correctly. So let's see if we've got that. Okay, I think we've got it. Hello. Welcome to Ham Talk Live. Hi, this is Liz, Kilo Golf 5, Oscar November Bravo with Kilo Golf 5, Golf Juliet Tango. We are rolling down the Mississippi River on the National Steamboat. All right, Liz. Yeah, Liz and Brian are, are on a on a little jazz dinner cruise kind of thing going on, calling in from the Mississippi River. So 
So let's uh, let's hear your story, Liz. You you've got you know your license, KG five O N B, and Brian and 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 Brian likes to stir up trouble on the satellites. I know. So so let's let's hear some of these uh, some of the dating stories. Well, the, the we've been married twenty three years, and we've been together twenty six years, and we just got licensed. Like Brian just got licensed four years ago. And I was licensed around three years ago. And um, I guess the bad has been, like, when we went on our anniversary trip, he needed to do a grid for people that needed matches uh, Mississippi. And he was like, you don't mind, don't you? I'm like, oh, no, that's fine. Whatever, we have, a, you know, a spare minute, you can go do that. And then he did it, like, immediately when we got there. And then when we finished our, our dinner, he... he he was like, okay, I'm going to go do a, a pass at 11 o'clock. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, what? So I guess that would be the bad part. <laughs> but the good part is, like, things like this where we, you know, like we're calling into the show and it's fun. We're on our little uh, adventure here on the matches, but uh, we're still having fun. So, uh, yeah. Well, thanks. Good. Thanks for calling. I, I'm, I, again, apologize for all the uh, phone difficulties here tonight. I know you guys are on a tight schedule because you want to enjoy your your cruise there. But uh, well, one question I have to ask here is is that that Brian on, on Twitter is always saying that he's the captain. So so is so is he really the captain? Yeah, he's the captain. He's the captain. Okay. All right, we just wanted, we just wondered about that because we we're thinking maybe Liz was was in charge, but yeah, no, he can be the captain. It's fine. Okay. I'll let be the captain. All right, he's going to be the captain. All right, Brian, All right, get get a yeah, get a word in here, Brian. Yep. Hold on. Hello. Okay, so Brian, we, we, you, it, it's okay to do those those eleven o'clock satellite passes. That's that's okay. It's approved because I'm the captain, Neil. <laughs> uh, I tell you, we're having a good time on this cruise, though, Neil. It's it's, it's a lot of fun and uh, a lot of sights to see on the river. Well, that's really cool. Well, enjoy your Valentine's Day. Thanks for for calling in. I'll let you get back to the uh, dinner and music and all that stuff to going down the the river. Uh, great choice, by the way. That, that was that was a good uh, good choice there. So, thanks for well, calling look, in. Say, all right, yeah, Neil, go I gotta ahead. say one thing that uh, Liz is. Uh, I couldn't do it without her, and uh, I love her very much. And we've been together a long time, and I'm I'm lucky to have her. Well, there you go. Can't ask for much more than that. All right, Neil. Thanks have a for good calling, Brian. All right. Okay, you too. And Liz, thanks a lot for calling in. KG5GJT and and Liz, uh, KG5ONB, thanks for calling in. And I think we've got some more on the line here. So let's see see what we have here. And uh, Carl, KD9HQT, says he's ready for for love on the ionosphere so let's see what we get here and i believe we have carol is this carol this is amanda oh this is amanda oh amanda's back okay yeah if you if you need to take carol though go ahead 
No, no, no. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, we lost we lost Jeff there. Um, he was talking about the uh, the the handheld you had. Oh yeah, the one that she's addicted to. That was that was it. It's kind of funny. I'm addicted to police bands. That's all I can say. Um, <laughs> other than that, I just thought that Liz and Brian were so cute. I Brian is so sweet. And while we were muted on hold. And I can't cuss on the show because it's a show. <laughs> I said, "How come you don't say bleep like that to me?" So um, they are so sweet. <laughs> I guess that's just not us. Uh, I thought that was neat that they joined in after their during their cruise. I would like to say there was one time the scariest part of ham radio. Uh, was one time when Jeff went to one of his repeater sites and they had a break-in. And there was two criminals inside, you know, stealing copper or whatever. They're stripping wires out of the building and everything. Oh, it's no. an old AT&T yeah. long wire site. I don't know if yeah. anyone's familiar with those. Yeah, I've been, been to some yeah. of those. And uh, huge, huge concrete buildings. Very vast and scary in the dark. Let's put it that way. But these guys were there. And um, the Jeff and his crew show out there to do some work and to secure it a little bit better. And the, they called the cops, and the cops took these two criminals down. Well, it ends up, they didn't secure everything, and they all went inside the building, and I could see it on the security camera. So I'm watching live. I'm watching them. And uh, one more guy comes out of the woods and jumps in a car that was there and drives off. But everybody is in this blind spot, including the deputy that was there. And I didn't know if he had, if they had all been mowed down by this guy or what. And scariest moment in my life. And there's no cell coverage out there. There is DTR there because the cell that site is right next door. Um, but I was screaming on ham radio, and nobody answered me. Well, the, the one time you didn't have your HT, Jeff. Well, no, because the re- the repeater that I needed to hear her was there, and they they shut it off because they were stealing. Oh. Wire, so, yeah. <laughs> so she was screaming on the radio, and we couldn't hear her, and uh, we were fine. But um, I get it. It was a. Uh, it was a. Uh, yeah. Oh, it was. Wow. It was a scary moment, really. Yeah, I I had a feed line uh, pulled off of one of my repeater sites. Oh really? They stole it. Yeah, but the the. Um, but it was on them because it was an aluminum feed line. Oh, <laughs> dang. It would have been so the joke was, was on them. Yeah. So, do you have repeaters as well? Well, I did. I just got out of the repeater business here about a year ago. Uh, just not enough time to take care of them, and they were scattered all over the place. So, oh, But I did I that for that. about 20 years. So, yeah. Money, money, money. Exactly. It's it's not even the money part. It's mostly the technical side anymore and finding um, people that know IT stuff, uh, networking and et cetera anymore to go out and work on them. That's usually the problem, not anything, you know, easy to fix. So, Well, I, I'm, sorry, that's, I'm used to asking the questions. Yeah, yeah, the, <laughs> the tables have turned. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for calling back, uh, Jeff and Amanda. Uh, appreciate it, and um, and have a great Valentine's Day. 
Thank you. Thank you, Neil. It was so great to be here tonight, and hello to all of your viewers. And then I, after listening to Liz again, I realized I screwed this all up. Uh, I'm just used to being on camera. So, hello, my name's Amanda. Call is <laughs> K1DN. I'm in Canyon City, Colorado. Jeff? K0JSC, we get it. <laughs> okay, so good night, everyone, yep. and happy Valentine's Day. Yeah, we Day. don't have lower thirds on radio, so... I know. <laughs> All right. Thanks, you two. Appreciate it. Have a great Valentine's Day. Thanks, sir. Thank you. 73, everyone. All right. 73. All right. Well, I think we've got another call here. So let's uh, let's see if we can get that switched over. And uh, from the area code, I'm guessing this is Carol. Yes, it is. This is Carol. I'm in Moorhead, Kentucky, and my call is Kilo Four Sierra Alpha Foxtrot. All right. Well, Carol, thank you so much for calling in. And by the way, Carol in KC9URR says hello. Uh, She came into school to relieve me a little earlier tonight, along with her husband, uh, Plato. And um, she said, oh, you have to talk to Carol because Carol has a great ham radio dating story so so tell us your your story about about cw yes yes this is uh this happened uh, a long time ago but uh, a, a 53 year old marriage uh, you know resulted from it but uh i got my license when i was 15 uh, September 28th, 1957. And uh, my first day on the air, of course, I was very excited to get on the air. And I was a novice, so it was CW. And uh, my second contact was K4GFY, Kilo Ford Golf Foxtrot Yankee. And he was uh, from Kentucky. He was in the Air Force. His name's Don. Uh, he was in the Air Force, and he was home on leave at his parents' home, and he had a radio, ham radio, set up there. So he was my second contact, and I still have my logbook, and I looked in it in anticipation of talking to you. And uh, I even, I talked to him at 4.46 p.m. on uh, 37.25 in the 80-meter 80, 80 band. And this was all CW. It was CW because I was a novice. He had been on, he had had his license about three years. And, of course, I was a novice, so I had to be on CW there for a whole year before I finally got my uh, general license. And um, so we didn't talk too long, and... Uh, there was nothing, uh, you know, spectacular about it. <laughs> uh, I asked him later, after we were married, I asked him how my CW was on that first contact, and he said, well, you know, it wasn't all that great. It wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> of course, I felt, I felt it was great, you know, but I was nervous. I was nervous with my uh, first contacts. So um, I was on, I turned... Uh, Sixteen, two days later, I got my license at 15, but two days later I turned 16. 
So he was in the Air Force, and uh, we didn't see each other very much or talk very much um, until I was a senior in, in high school. And and then, of course, he was stationed different places, and uh, I was in college then for two years. So I knew him and talked to him and saw him some uh, over a period of five years, and Five years after we met with that first contact, uh, we did get married, and uh, we he was an Air Force career person, so we lived all over the USA, and he always set up a ham station in base housing, put up antennas. I don't know how he got away with all that, but <laughs> he did. <laughs> he did. He always managed to have some sort of an antenna. But uh, I was busy with three children and uh, just taking care of a family, so I wasn't very active for uh, many years. So uh, he retired, and we moved here to Kentucky. And uh, we had more or less his and her stations in the last few years. Uh, his, His was much more sophisticated than mine. But he took care of all the antennas, and any time I had a problem, he was right there to fix it. And so uh, that that worked out well for us. It's kind of like couples now each having a, their own computer, I think. I think that works out better. But uh, we have three children. Now, my husband, Don, K4GFY, uh, he's a silent key. Uh, he passed away August 2015. So uh, just short of our 53rd wedding anniversary. Oh, wow. Well, that's just such a neat story that you guys actually met on CW. So you didn't even have a voice to go on. And, and you just started talking, and, right. and and one thing led to another. And 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 here you are now and, and had 53 years of marriage. Right. Right, and it was it was a couple of years before I met him. Uh, like I like to say, it really wasn't love at first. Daw. <laughs> you know, <it> was, <laughs> That's a great uh, line. Yeah, it wasn't love at first. Daw. It was a couple of years before I actually met him, because I was quite young, and uh, my father and my brother uh, they were both hams, and they pretty much got me into it. So we were a ham family. And one thing, I was just thinking about the CW back in those days. Uh, this was 57 when I got on. Um, we had crystals. We were crystal controlled. And I remember we'd have uh, one crystal down in the CW band and and maybe one crystal up in the phone band on 80 and 40. And I think uh, I remember working 15 so, you know, I was probably on the air for a couple of years, just crystal controlled. And then we did get a better rig and uh, a VFO and so forth. Now, now he didn't he didn't use a quartz crystal for the ring, did he? <laughs> no, I think it's real. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I believe it's real. <laughs> You know, you just rip one of those crystals open and and get a little piece of quartz out of there. Well, I hadn't thought about that. (laughs) I hadn't thought about that. But now, uh, our oldest son, 
who lives in Wisconsin, he has his dad's call now. Uh, I pretty much, he had a general call, so I pretty much insisted that he go ahead and apply for his dad's call. So he's now K4GFY. And I do have a daughter in Arizona. She is not a ham. Uh, but I've been trying to encourage her to get her uh, technician so that uh, someday when my key goes silent, uh, hopefully she could get my call. But I don't know if that's going to work out. Well, you you just never know. I mean, you know, you never know. You work somebody in CW and then you end up married. So exactly. anything can exactly, happen. Yeah. Well, we had a long, long, uh, happy marriage, and uh, so it's kind of like nowadays, I guess, with the Internet, uh, in a way, you know, um, you never know what can happen when different kinds of communication bring people together. Well, that's a great story, Carol. Thanks so much for coming on and, and telling us all about it. Well, and um, well, and, and you. enjoy your the rest of your Valentine's Day. And, uh, and we really appreciate you uh, taking the time yeah. to tell your story. Oh, yeah, and I'm still active. I'm still on CW. That's my mode of uh, communi- uh, you know, being on ham radio. I'm still on CW. Yeah, your mode of choice. Very good. It is. It really is. I really like it. All right, Neil. Well, it's so great to talk to you, and thank you very much. All right, Carol. Take care. 7-3. All right. 73 to you and everybody else. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay, wow, we've had a busy uh we've had a busy show here tonight and uh I've still got some more uh here on um on email. So, um wow, there's uh there's a lot going on here on Twitter too here. So, uh let's see. Let let's finish off with a couple of these uh stories here. We'll we'll finish it off tonight. Uh, first of all, uh, Scott, KB9AMM, and Jill, KB9PZF uh, from Tower Electronics had a cool story. Uh, Scott writes, Jill and I met on the CB radio back in 1976. She lived on the east side of town. I lived on the west side. And I drove across town in my 1962 Ford Falcon. It overheated on the way across town, a thing it did quite often. And... Uh, he met her at Dairy Queen down by the river, spent many nights talking to her on the radio after that and, and had a wonderful time. And And they got married in April of 1980 because her mother would not let them leave town together without being married. And they wanted to go, yes, to Dayton. <laughs> and so uh, that was back when the Hamvention was in April. And so they got married and took off to Dayton. They honeymooned in a Pontiac Phoenix in the parking lot of Hera Arena. And their big meal, it was at the Denny's located across the street from Hera Arena. So 
Wow. How about that story? And then uh, JW5WHN uh, writes in, uh, my wife, WB5LYJ, and I uh, met via amateur radio about 45 years ago at a 1973 Christmas party hosted by another ham, WB5EGD in Albuquerque, New Mexico. And uh, they've been married for over 40 years. And um Jay says his most memorable field day was in 1974. He was a young Navy radio man um, who was waiting discharge and had met up with several other U.S. Navy personnel at K6NCG, and that's uh, Treasure Island, California Amateur Radio Club in the same situation. All of us uh, at the Treasure Island ARC were licensed amateur radio operators, and we decided to go operate field day from a location that included an abandoned lookout station near Sacramento. And on June 23rd, 1974, field day, early in the morning on 75 meters, he was sleeping on a cot near the sideband station and uh, got a slight tap on his shoulder and was informed... Um, turn to sailor. Someone would like to talk to you in New Mexico. And the person using the distant microphone was a young lady, uh, that he'd met, um, at that 1973 Christmas party of WB5 EGDs. And it was WN5LYJ at the time operating with a field day group set up at K5CQH's QTH on the east side in the woods. And all I heard was, Jay and I had replied yes and they proceeded to chat uh, for 15 minutes the signals were excellent and after uh, they talked he had a big smile on his face knowing that he would be home in a few months and be able to participate in field day 75 from New Mexico so now WN5LYJ is WB5LYJ and they were married in 1977 so just all kinds of, of stories here and and wow uh okay now i i was going to end here and, and now julie's giving me a hard time uh julie i was trying to get her to come on the show and she's always saying you know you know i you should have me on the show uh, you can fill in uh, you know, and if I have somebody cancel last minute or something, I say, you know, uh, okay, Julie, you're going on the air. And then, then I was planning on this tonight to have Julie end the show here and come on. And, and she was like, Oh, I, I, I don't know if I want to, want to, you know, get on the radio and everything. And so, well, so, so she's at this meeting and, and says she can't call in but she sends her regards to everyone and we'll we'll end with a little bit of a story um saturday night this past saturday uh julie and i went down to lexington kentucky and went to a place called the kentucky castle so shout out to the kentucky castle folks um, and we went down there for dinner and we got there a little early and walked around a little bit and went up to the rooftop and I asked her to marry me and she said, yes. So, uh, Julie and I are engaged now. We've been kind of keeping it low key here for a few days, but, um, 
but uh, julie's been to, to huntsville a couple of times to dayton a couple of times so uh, you know, and she gets these road trips where I have to, you know, okay, there's a satellite pass in five minutes. I have to, uh, you know, I got to get my satellite pass in. So, so she puts up with that and, 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 and my visits to Disney amateur radio club and Kennedy space center and all this stuff. So, so Julie, thank you for putting up with my ham radio habit. And, <laughs> and, uh, so we're, uh, we're engaged now, so we'll we'll see how that works out. But uh, uh, on timing, but because uh, we don't have a plan yet, but but we'll figure that out, and, and uh, we're supposed to get some some pictures here over the weekend, maybe from that. So we may post a couple of those. But uh, anyway, wanted to share that news with you today, being Valentine's Day and all. We wanted to to get that out there so uh thank you all and, and some of you have been keep asking you know well, where's that ring well well she's got one now so we we took care of that so anyway we will finish things up here tonight with that and um that is going to be a wrap and so is julie actually i guess but that's a wrap for this week's ham talk live thanks to everybody out there in cyberspace for listening and calling in next week we don't have a show next week sorry i've got a basketball game to announce it happens once a year on a thursday and so i'm not going to be around next week but in two weeks we'll be back so i invite you back on thursday february 28th at 9 p.m eastern time sean cutsco kx9x will be here to talk about several portable operations the canadian national parks on the air the u.s islands a thing called ct90 you'll have to tune in to find out what that is and a whole lot more and um so next week uh, on wtww we'll replay episode 99 with rob sherwood nc0b uh talking about receiver comparisons because we won't have a new show to play um so make sure to listen for us in two weeks so we'll miss you next week but uh we'll be back on the 28th with a brand new episode with sean cutsco kx9x and for a list of all of our upcoming guests visit hamtalklive.com and if you like hamtalk live please consider leaving us a review on itunes or wherever you listen it helps others find us faster so for now this is neil rapp wb9 vpg saying happy valentine's day 7375 and may the good DX be yours. Seven three and good luck from Ham Talk Live.